This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How you doing, America? What can I get for you? Does Santa really work in the North Pole? Uh, no, he don't work. He lays on the couch and he drinks all day. He's trifling. I have to pay all the bills. <laughs> he kind of like your mama. Now, bye. <laughs> Next! Okay, Medea, this is where you'll be working. Okay. I need y'all to go get me some scratch-off. Just two or three of them. You need some help? Hold on, because somebody's screaming at me. I'm giving to choke the hell out of her. Mom, I'm not going to be able to come home this year. It's Christmas. I'll come up there. I could ask your Aunt Medea to come with me. Your daughter is grown. Leave her alone. I'll pay you. What time you going to leave? Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Who are you? I'm Connor. Mama, Daddy. <laughs> well, Miss Bidet, looks like we're gonna be spending Christmas dinner together this year. Did you hear the one about the two rabbis and the black dude? Did you hear the one about the straight bullet that killed the redneck for telling the story about the two rabbis and the black dude? This holiday season. Lacey, yeah. Yeah. you do not have a Christmas tree? Just leave this child alone. She's living her life. She happy out here in the farm playing old McDonald's. When help is needed. God, these nipples so tough. You need a mammogram. You got to pull them things. You got to pull them hard. Pull them. Pull them. You all right? I done fell in bull. When children need a little guidance. The Bible says that when little baby Jesus was born, he was born to the Virgin Mary, uh, J. Blige. And when everyone could use some wisdom. Good morning, Miss Mandela. Not Mandela, honey. Madea. What an angel we hear anyway. Hush up, dragon lady. Madea's got the gift. This is Christmas. You got to be nice to people. Pass it on, niceness. I ain't taking my medicine this morning. What medicine? Five milligrams of don't choke that hoe. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Tyler Perry's A Madea Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Not you. Look how you jumped on. I'm talking to you. Go see a Madea Christmas. You're going to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Okay, it's me, Nicole Byer, uh, and you are? I'm Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> this is the fifth episode of our third season of Newcomers, where we're working our way through Tyler Perry's body of work. 
oh, for the first time with the help of Perry scholars, superfans, and sometimes people who've contributed. This season's going to only be 10 episodes, so we're not going to get to everything. But people are begging for more, and honestly, <laughs> we might give in because... We might! I, I don't know. I, I'm having fun. I don't feel ready for it to end so soon. Me either. Yeah, no. So today... We've experienced a subgenre within the Medea cinematic universe, uh, a Medea holiday film. So we watched a Medea Christmas. It came out in 2013, and we'll be revisiting more movies and TV shows in the weeks to come. To come, to come, to come, to come. If you want to watch this movie, it's available on DVD and for a fee on YouTube, Google Play. Apple TV Plus, Amazon Prime, and Vudu. We will obviously be giving spoilers. We're going to walk through the whole plot. So if you don't want to watch it, you can just hear us talk about it, which might still be as enjoyable. And also, um, I would have a hard time even classifying this a holiday movie. I mean, I I want to get into this, but it's so not about Christmas. No. (laughs) I mean, what what were your initial thoughts, Nicole, before we bring our guest out? My initial thoughts was... This felt a little Hallmark movie-esque totally. or lifetimey, but then those movies are like, when it's a Christmas movie, it is Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. And then this one was like, oh, I guess Christmas is happening. Well, there's the Jubilee. I know. I know. I feel like it was, like there were just moments of Christmas. Like in the beginning, I was like, okay, it's going to be super Christmas. Like Medea like works at a mm-hmm. uh, department store and is dressed like Mrs. Claus. And I was like, this is fantastic. And I could have watched that for two straight hours. Uh And then of course she like quits in a huff and like, Uh then we never go back there again. And there's no point any of that. And so you're, you're just like, okay, what? But then, and then this is where I thought, okay, there are white people in this movie who aren't racist, but all they want is the Jubilee. And then I was like, I don't know that I want to be a white person in this movie screaming about the Christmas Jubilee and how it has to happen. (laughs) I do feel like that's, that is what made it feel like lifetimey. Um, Mm -hmm. but we, we needed more holiday stuff, really. Um, yeah. I don't know. I also, needed more silly. I was just so confused as, to, like, they were going to defund the school to fund the Jubilee. And I was like, <laughs> how are these two connected? Is it's there psychotic. one teacher? Is this school a home? I know. The, the, the principal's <laughs> like, we have multiple teachers teaching multiple classes at this point. And I was like... You got to figure it out. You got to like, show it out. me. Don't tell me like you have one hallway, one classroom <laughs> where you keep shoving different pieces of furniture where Tika Sumner, she truly had to like scurry around something to get to her desk. <laughs> I was dying. I was, the kids was were funny. absurd. The kids, oh, were absurd. the kids were so good. He's <sighs> dirty. <laughs> and the accents, the accents. He's dirty. He's oh, dirty. He doesn't know the answer. He's covered in dirt. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. And then that kid looks like he's he looks like Katie Holmes's child <gasps> and is like literally Justin Bieber. Okay, we'll get to it. But when she went to the house to be like, he's got to go to um, a special art school. And then we finally hear him sing at the end. I was like. He don't gotta go to any kind of school. The He's fine. Singing at the end. Okay, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, we need to bring our guest out. Yes. Okay, we are so excited for our guest today, Jason Concepcion. Jason is a writer, editor, and producer known for creating and hosting NBA Desktop for The Ringer and co-hosting the podcast Binge Mode with Mallory Rubin. And he currently hosts the podcast Take Line and the weekly YouTube series All Caps NBA for Crooked. Welcome, Jason. 
Oh, it's so fantastic to be here. Thank you so much. I'm such big fans of of, of both of you. Thank oh, you for thank being you. here. Now, how big of a fan are you of Tyler Perry is the real question. I um, <laughs> I am generally aware of Tyler Perry's body of work. I have seen bits and pieces of various Tyler Perry uh, movies. I am a big fan of his work in Gone Girl. But this is the first Medea movie that I watched with a real kind of sense of presence and purpose uh, <laughs> and in one sitting really paying attention to it. And I'm also aware of like his, you know, that he's a uh, Survivor super fan and that uh, oh. Megan and Harry stayed at his house. Those are the, that's the complete <laughs> collection of my awareness of Well, Tyler we just Perry. learned something with that Survivor tip. I didn't yeah. know he was a super fan. Didn't know. I would love yeah. to see him on like an island celebrity edition. Like <laughs> I also would so, watch it. I don't watch celebrity or uh, Survivor, but I would watch neither. that. I would yeah. watch that in a heartbeat. Well, fun fact about that: he, uh, Lisa Welcher, who plays Nancy in this uh, in Medea Christmas, she was in uh, the season of Survivor that aired right before this oh, shot. Oh wow! So I have a theory that. Tyler saw she made it to the finals. And so I think oh. Tyler saw her and then she and she won one hundred thousand dollars for being everybody's I think like that favorite is survivor. One hundred percent. And I think Tyler saw that. And because she immediately got the audition, I went through like variety. I went through all the things and it was like, oh, her first audition in literally like twenty five years. She immediately went into audition and got the part. So I think this is I think this is a survivor connection. That is 100 percent what's happening. That is that. I love that so much. And, you know, I feel like he's really tapped in with pop culture. There were a couple mm-hmm. moments yeah. where he quoted things like he quoted Kenya Moore from yeah. Real Housewives of I Atlanta. I spent time Googling which came first. Me too. And I wanted to make sure because I was like, <laughs> did she get this from Tyler Perry? It, she said it in 2013 and she originated Gone with the Wind Fabulous. Mm-hmm. This movie came out in 2013. I was like, he shoots very quickly. So he's like, yeah. you saw it. He improvised it within the film. <laughs> yeah. And then it was there. I just loved it. I loved it. And there was something else I noticed too. There I can't was, remember. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, she was that Jubilee. woman. And then hide your kids, hide your wife was also the Jubilee. (laughs) He was bringing in every meme from that year, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I love, I I like Tyler Perry. He's like, "Mm mm-hmm, this, that's my idea. (laughs) Nothing else, we're putting it in. I... It's he great. had so many like long runs of improvisation mm-hmm. in this movie that he left oh in, like, where he's like trying to get in the car. I liked it, but when I was he like, got <laughs> in the car sideways, Lauren. I died. <laughs> you don't have to get a step from me. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh my god, uh, now, Jason. Do you like holiday movies? I love holiday movies. I love holiday movies. I think one of the fun, really fun things about this particular movie is how. Um, how just on Front Street it was about the various influences from different, even though it wasn't, to your point, actually very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. It takes from various Christmas movies in a very uh, obvious way. Like at the beginning is Elf. There's a little bit of, of It's a Wonderful Life in there. It's funny There's to like take a- from like a movie that came out like two days before this <laughs> Did you also notice the like wipes on the screen were Christmas themed, but only halfway through the movie? Exactly. I was like, no, like an hour and a half in, a jingle ball like goes across yes. the screen, and, and I was like, wait, what? Have I missed these? And then suddenly, that's how they get between every scene. I actually, oh my god, <laughs> I feel like he was like, we need more Christmas. Uh-huh. Like, 
I had to rewind to make sure because I looked down for a couple of seconds and was just like lost on my phone for like five minutes. And then I saw that wipe and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> have I missed this, a large portion of this movie that I was not aware that this nope. happened? We have talked about this. Like, if you look at your phone for a minute, you will miss yes. like 10 things. And I did look at my phone and I looked back up and there was a full car accident <laughs> flipped over. I don't know oh my God. what happened. Also, but the man same. was being rescued. <laughs> yeah, same. I had also looked down, looked back up and was like, what? Oh, wait, that's Chad Michael Murray? It must oh, okay, have been a so boring she, moment that we both yeah, were like, oh, maybe. <laughs> and then I was like, is Todd Perry going to blow up this car? Sure enough, <laughs> he said, we got the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't even have the budget for the crash. You joined the crash media res. Oh, so maybe I did see what happened. And oh. I just didn't understand what was going on because you don't, there was no context. He's yeah. just completely flipped over. The car is completely flipped over. And then suddenly, well, who saves him? Medea? Uh, no, oh, no. Uh, no, her uh, mom. Eileen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eileen. She's amazing. And she, yeah, she goes out and saves that guy from the car. And it's like a whole, I mean, another morality sort of moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, oh, can I, can I ask you too? So I've been, uh, I've been listening to the pod. Um, but is, at least from my perspective, you know, I've seen, again, I've seen other bits and pieces of other Tyler Perry stuff. And it's always, it seemed more uh, plotted out. I guess the, mm -hmm. this felt like Tyler Perry had an outline <laughs> of scenes mm -hmm. and then he managed to get everybody for like a weekend. It was like, Hey, does everybody have like 48 hours free? And then they just like improv this movie it, like yes. off the outline because it kind of felt like, I'm not sure if there's any dialogue except for like maybe Chad Michael Murray and Lisa Welchel and some of the other people. But like uh, Tyler Perry is just like going off top the entire <laughs> film no and i mean there was i feel like watching eileen break with him was like my favorite thing yes, yes. he made yes. her laugh so much like he's just going off and like fully just making stuff up and i'm like she was improvising with him like clearly like it was yeah. like yeah. they were just improvising the scene but i'm like what was supposed to happen like and there were so many moments where i wondered that like even when he's like um, he's working at the department store and he like, the yeah. woman's like, I need a watch. And then he's like, oh, he like drops like all the yeah. watches mm -hmm. <laughs> on accident. Like clearly it's a mistake. And then he just goes with it and is like, Ooh, he looks at one watch and is like, it's my lunch break or whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> that woman, she learned those lines. She was so excited that she had a full scene in a Tyler Perry movie. And then Tyler Perry was like, you know what would be better if I improvise that I leave this scene. Uh, and she was screaming, get back here. As if you would scream that at someone who works at a store, like uh -huh. who cares? Um, it was very, that was very, very clearly made up on the fly, which I, I do love. And I love that Tyler Perry loves his own improv. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very, very much. <laughs> and I watched a little bit of the outtakes with the credits. And oh my gosh. there was a scene when they were walking through the hallway, Tyler's talking, uh, Eileen, the mom is talking, Tika comes in, and then everyone's kind of talking on one another. And then the boyfriend who gives her $100,000, the ex-boyfriend, he enters the scene with like a suitcase. But you're like, I don't know if he was supposed to enter at that point. And then Tyler Perry's like, OK, now we're all just talking on top of each other. And the editor's going to hate this. And I was like, but that's all you've given her. That's all you've given this editor. This whole movie is everyone talking over one another. And then there was another scene in the car where they were all talking over one another. And, and Tyler's like, this is a, I think he said, this is a two shot. There's a camera on me. There's a camera on you. And it was just, it really made me laugh. And I was like, the I bloopers. Yeah, that's, 
That's so not a typical blooper of like the person like being like that, that being the problem. You know, usually it's like you uh-huh. like fall down or like say the line wrong and everyone laughs. But he's like, this won't work in the edit because we have two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they don't shoot enough content for bloopers. You get one take and you're done unless you're all talking over one another. Then you get to go back. Uh, there was one scene where uh, Medea is with Larry the Cable Guy and uh, and <laughs> Connor. By the way, it was kind of funny. I was, it was like, so was, pretty, funny. was pretty funny in this. <laughs> and uh, and so and they're like in the barn, just talking about like when is the when you know what when's the truth going to come out? And man, poor Connor. I'm just watching the corners of his mouth twitch as he's just trying to remain straight throughout this entire extended whatever is happening. Uh, and yes. he's just holding on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, that whole storyline is so insane. I mean, yes. th- so Connor's the boy or the husband uh-huh. um, right. character that we've that the family doesn't know that they're married. And then we have uh, the boyfriend, Oliver, who's like giving a hundred thousand dollars to the school. Right. Yes. Smiling the entire film. Never <laughs> is not smiling. smiling. He is her ex, apparently, but has uh-huh. no clue that she's married because no mm-hmm. one knows. And then by the time, like, he goes in for a kiss and she's like, oh, and, like, she doesn't say like <laughs> anything. Like, just You could say you're in a relationship. You don't have to say who it is. Like, uh-huh. it was just so ridiculous. And at the end, he, and he wants to give her a present for Christmas. And, and, and then he's like, he goes, Mrs. Like when she's introduced and yeah. Mrs. Whatever. And he's like, Mrs. It killed me. And I'm like, me. that's what he just- found out. Like, what? who cares? Like, I, I just thought it was so weird. I mean, the whole arc of Eileen not wanting her to be married to a white man, and then the reason why. You, you the reason why. The reason why. So she told is, her daughter her um, dad was killed by a white man, but turns out he <laughs> left her for a white woman. And they were on Glee. And, yes. and Which I think was an improv moment as well. I was like, what yes. are you talking about? They're in the Here's, cast of Glee? I didn't understand that either. This movie came out in 2013. In what world, if your father was the victim of racial of a racial murder, would you not investigate it a little bit? Like oh my just God. Google it and be like, yes. "Did the, man? Let me just read some of the contemporaneous news coverage about that awful murder of my father <laughs> by a racist." <laughs> Turns out, no, he just married a woman and they became successful actors. I guess because <laughs> literally, Tyler Perry goes. And they're on Glee. And then someone else is like, I like that show. And then it's like, okay. (laughs) I think it was just repeated. It's like, they're on Glee. They're on Glee. (laughs) They're on Glee. (laughs) They're on Glee. That makes all the sense in the world. Should we do our news media? Yes. News media. So Tyler Perry and Showtime are developing (laughs) Mabel. A Medea prequel series. And I have to thank everyone for de- for tagging yes. us in this story yes. on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but okay, so it's a drama. It's a drama series that will focus on Medea's early life with an official description that reads, long before she was the force of nature known as Medea, she was a smart, fierce, irresistible, dangerous, crazy 20-something black woman named Mabel Simmons. When she moved to Atlanta in 1972, she set the city and the world on fire. Uh, twin sisters... Uh, Janika James and Jashika, I think James, are attached to write and executive produce. Their credits include, ooh, Empire and the reboot of Gossip Girl, the upcoming reboot. So the drama will be there. 
He, I'm excited about this. What I really want to know is the casting. Yes. I'm like, who is Medea? If it is Tyler Perry yeah. playing Medea. <laughs> If he's doing like reverse, this is us and like playing young and a woman I, and, and it's a drama, right? So this is the weird thing about Medea. It's like she's these Medea movies are not humorous for the most part. Like there's moments of humor. So I get that it's a drama, but it's so funny because like what what is going to be happening? Is it going to be a man playing a woman? And then that's kind of inherently silly with the way he dresses and does uh-huh. the whole thing. So then, but she's 20 and she's like got this whole life. I just need to know like everything about this. Yeah. But then also I'm like, can I play Medea? That's what I want. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can I I please be Medea? That would be the best fucking thing. Let me be Medea. Oh my God. I would love that so much. How about the part when Medea um, lowered her voice and just Tyler Perry did a really deep voice for two seconds? Oh my God, uh-huh. that was so, it was just, what a record scratch moment when all of a sudden he just like drops, hello, and just <laughs> drops it. And you're just like, wow. Oh my gosh. It's Nicole, so I feel like funny. if we started a Twitter campaign, you would be cast in this. Like, I, feel I like- Maybe we should start it because all I can think is like, I think maybe when I'm an old woman, I will look like Tyler Perry as Medea. <laughs> You know, maybe my titties will sag. The tits and then in this movie. My, when she runs away from the KKK meeting, which is also an insane oh part God. of this movie. Wait, I think titties, I literally don't know what you're talking about. And I'm wait, like, you, so they go to yeah, a like, rest stop because Medea's like, I got to pee. I'm right. pulled over here. Right. And then there's a man sitting there right. and she's like, where's the restroom? And he points to across the street. She opens the door. It's a full blown. I did not see rally. this. And I, I need people to give me a break because there's a lot happening. Okay. There's a I, I miss this scene, but, Lauren, but then that explains when when uh, when the Elaine sheet is over, sees the sheet Larry on the him. Cable. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Because they've already seen. Yes. the Because I was like, what a action. jump to. Okay, that makes more sense. Wow. But when she I runs that. away, I'll just I'll find it and send it to you. Her titties. She runs in a way where she pushes her titties <laughs> with her arms, and they flop so close to her face. And when I tell you I tee hee hee, I tee hee hee. I mean, that's funny. Um, they were very uneven in this movie. And I also enjoyed her ass in the in the Santa Claus outfit. It was low. And it was low. It, it, it was, was low. It's, it's very humorous. <laughs> One thing to add in that in that truly incredible scene. So they're le- they had left Atlanta because they were going out to the farm uh, where uh, Lacey Tika Sumter now lives with her husband. And... They pull, as you say, they pull up to the rest stop and the man isn't just like, doesn't just point it out. He's like just sitting on the curb, like whittling a stick, yeah. you know, in a manner that seems like, uh, like something out of 1885. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I feel nuts. so insane that I missed that scene because that's crazy. But like, that really goes to show like what happens in 30 <laughs> seconds in this movie. Like, I mean, like <laughs> I, I was not very distracted. So I clearly missed that, but it's a that's quick wild. scene too. Yeah, I don't even quick. know if it's a full minute. It's so quick. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. They move so fast. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. If you're wondering what a Nord VPN is, I'll tell you. 
VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that protects your internet connection and online privacy. A VPN creates an encrypted tunnel for your data, protect your online identity by hiding your IP address, and allow you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. I'm using a Nord VPN myself. And honestly, it's very easy to use. You connect with one click to enable auto connect for zero click protection. It has amazing speed. Nord VPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there and it supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Linux, even Android TV. You can switch your virtual location to access apps and websites in other countries. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash newcomers. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash newcomers. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. The link is in the episode description. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. We're back with A Medea Christmas, written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, starring Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. It was released December 13th, 2013. Uh, Should we go through this summary, the plot summary? Okay, so (laughs) Medea's great niece, Eileen, talks her into getting a job at a local department store during the holidays. This could have been the whole movie. She gets fired the first day. After taking personal calls and straight talking a woman who wants to buy lingerie. Oh, that was, yes, this woman's like, oh, I want to buy some lingerie. And then Tyler Perry or Medea's like, for you? You're like, <laughs> yeah. You don't get to wear lingeries no more. Uh-uh. No, nobody wants to see you in lingeries. No. she was like 60 or something. Yes. Did she say something like, no one wants to see you with like a floss in your butt or something like that? Straight up body shames this poor woman until she leaves. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. 
Meanwhile, Eileen's school teacher daughter, Lacey, finds out her school won't be able to fund their annual Christmas Jubilee, which I was like, why is the school funding Thank a you. town jubilee. Why Thank is the you. school funding it? Why are there 20 people in there screaming, screaming. screaming that we need to have the jubilee? I was Going like, nuts. the idea that these people care about this jubilee is beyond me. It's I don't so know. Wild. So then Lacey does an insane thing. She asks her ex-boyfriend Oliver to fund it through the corporation he works for. And he gets her a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. It's an <laughs> really insane weird. amount. And then calls her mom to say she won't be home for Christmas. And I love the moment when she was she got the hundred thousand dollars because everyone had to like really act like so excited. Mm-hmm. And for some reason that felt really fake. Like I don't know. Like she like when she got it, she's like, hundred thousand, that's amazing. And then she goes out and finds Lisa Welchel, who's the principal, and she's like, We got a hundred thousand dollars. She's like, a hundred thousand dollars. That's amazing. And then it's also really funny that you say that was her first audition in 25 years because she was on Facts of Life. Like she was, you know, a very popular actress in the 70s, 80s, whatever. But it does feel like she hasn't done it in a while because she's the rust was sweet, but it's, it's like really over the top and she couldn't believe the hundred thousand dollars. And she was like crouching down like in it with excitement. Like, (laughs) wow, I gotta go run and tell whoever. And like, it just felt like a little kid. Um, Okay, so Eileen, determined to see her daughter for the holidays, brings Medea and Oliver with her to visit Lacey in Alabama as a surprise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And the car car ride is really funny. Like, (laughs) Medea's, like, telling um, Eileen, like, you don't have to yell at me. I'm, like, right here. It's like, honestly, it made her laugh. Like, she was cracking up. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're talking to me like I'm in coach and you're in first class. Um, (laughs) Eileen hopes that Lacey and Oliver will get back together. She does not know that Lacey's married to Connor, a white man. Lacey is surprised when they arrive and she tells them Connor is her farmhand in a panic. <laughs> Lacey brings Oliver to a town meeting and asks Medea to look after her class, which is insane. Wait, well, one thing about her coming to the house, remember when she goes in the kitchen and she's like, it's yellow in here. Like Medea like insults the set design, which I do think was like completely off the cuff. Imagine like, that was her first time seeing it. And she was like, they went with yellow. It's yellow in here. <laughs> And they left it in the movie. So, okay, well, Medea tells the class her version of the first Christmas. A student steals her purse. She notices it and then crucifies this child. Literally literally ties her. Legitimately crucifies a child. She ties her to a cross with Christmas lights, puts a wreath on top of her head, and people, and puts the Christmas lights in the child's mouth so she Uh cannot speak. And that is um, one of the least crazy parts of the movie, I would say. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So meanwhile, Connor's parents, Buddy and Kim, um, arrive. So that's Larry the Cable Guy and Mm -hmm. Kathy Najimy arrive at Connor and Lacey's house for Christmas and are told to keep their marriage a secret from Eileen. Um, and they play, oh, they're keeping Connor and Lacey's marriage a secret. They play along with the cover up, and Eileen offends Kim by cutting down her father's memory tree, <laughs> and sh- which was so wild, and showing no remorse for the act, which was weird. Like, it it's was so weird. You wouldn't at least be like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry yeah, about that. Like, yes. She was like, there's something wrong with that. And she's like, it had a yellow ribbon on it. And she's like, what does that mean? And she's like, anyone knows the yellow <laughs> ribbon means something. <laughs> 
They don't even really explain what a yellow ribbon does mean, but they were just like, if there's a ribbon on it, you would think maybe it meant something, which mm-hmm. is true. And after Eileen witnesses Buddy flirtatiously chasing Kim with a sheet over his head, I wouldn't say he was chasing right. her. They were in bed yeah, and were about bed. to yeah. um, have sex, probably. She's convinced they're part of the KKK and bars the doors <laughs> to the room she and Medea are sharing. Wait. Oh, and Medea had... I, we have to... So, okay. When <laughs> Connor's parents, Buddy and Kim, arrive... Uh, uh, Tika Sumner's like, I can't tell my mom that I'm married to Connor. And they were like, why? And then (laughs) she was like, my mom wouldn't approve. And then Larry the Cable Guy's like, does your mom think in black and white? And then they're like, oh. And then Kathy Jimmy goes, I I never taught my kid to see anything but people's hearts. And then in the next scene, they're like, Medea, you're black. (laughs) So much. There's like that's like the whole back and forth of the conversation, and Medea's like going along with it. And then who who was it who's sitting there watching it? Who gets uncomfortable? Is it Connor or I can't remember who was watching it that? Might he's be like, Connor's like, Connor, oh, Connor, I better yeah. get my dad a yeah. beer to calm oh, him yeah. down. He was, yeah. he was like, drink, keep keep drinking the beer, dad. And I thought like <laughs> this is going to lead to like him falling asleep or something. Like I didn't know what, but nothing happened. There was no reason for that. <sighs> when Eileen walks into uh, into Buddy and Kim's bedroom, she just like straight up comes in it's mm-hmm. nighttime <laughs> they're in there together she knows the a couple is in there and she doesn't even there's no knock there's nope. no anything it's just i'm coming in to see what's going on in here yeah and it's of course very weird but also i because i missed the kkk scene mm-hmm. i was like why is she does she think they're having sex like, i thought she thought they were having sex and i was like I don't get it because it doesn't look like sex at all. It looks like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really weird. But also, it doesn't look like a clan meeting. No, it, like, that it does. I mean, that would not be not what the clan does. They he don't just like, has like a bed sheet on his head. Yes. If anything, it's like, oh, I guess they're playing like the ghost game. I don't like. <laughs> It was so weird. But Medea had a couple really funny moments in this movie where she says numbers. Did you catch those? Where she was like, I, my car has like 550 mm-hmm. billion, thousand million, thousand billion, truly really yeah. massive. And when you, when you turn it on, the screen says, don't go in me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Don't take me nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Medea is just funny. She's I funny. know. I know. And you can't really deny Tyler it. Tyler Perry improvises in a way where he knows he's the funniest. Yeah. So he doesn't give you room. <laughs> no, 100%. There's no, there's no air. There is there's nobody, no air for anyone. Nobody like has a topper ever. Mm-mm. No, there's like, never. Which is, I, that's part of what makes it feel so odd, I think, is that there's never <laughs> yeah. a button from somebody else. He will yep. just keep going until they go like, about, they're about to laugh and then mm-hmm. he's done. And like, it's, but I even, see that it's fun. Even the outtakes are... Uh, Tyler Perry's improvising. The scene has gone completely off the rails to the point where now in character, he has acknowledged that the edit won't work and we have to do something else. But then he keeps going for like an extra 10 or 15 seconds where he just keeps running the the other person completely <laughs> off the screen. Mm-hmm. I feel like he must have figured out that at this point, like when he's in the editing room, like, he will. He can make something work if he keeps talking. <laughs> like he's like, it'll get funny again, uh-huh. and it'll be good. I can use it. I just love it. 
Uh, so Lacey finds out Oliver's corporation will only fund the Christmas Jubilee if it's renamed the Holiday Jubilee. The and corporation, like what? Yeah, they're trying to take the this Christ is, out of Christmas, baby. It's like, it's so right. it's so silly. It's so silly. <laughs> the corporation is also funding the the dam upriver, which has put all of the farmers out of work. Which I was like, wait, what? They, they yeah, threatened. What? To rescind the $100,000 funding if a nativity is allowed on the premises, Tanner, a parent at the school and Connor's childhood bully, demands Lacey be fired. As a result, she's immediately terminated by the mayor. The mayor fires a school teacher who then goes into the classroom that is now has a piano in it, her tiny desk, <laughs> their tiny desk. And she's like, I'm sure your new teacher will be incredible. And they're just like... Okay, I guess this is how yeah, life goes for us. So ridiculous. Well, that entire class was sociopaths except yeah. for Bailey. The entire <laughs> class was just literally the meanest fucking kids He's ever except for, for Bailey. Bailey's whole deal, like, so in the first minute of the film, like, he's singing in the bathroom, and then the teacher's yeah. like, was that you? And then he's like, no, no, no ma'am. Yeah. And then she's like, you're the only one in there. And he's like, me. But he's, <laughs> there's, something, there's something so weird about this kid. And, like, uh-huh. I couldn't put my finger on it. And then at the end when he sang, I was like, oh, they hired a singer. And then they were like, yeah. be an actor in the scenes? And he was like, sure. And then they, like, figured it out. <laughs> also, I thought he was being abused. Me I too. Like Why I was he covered was... in dirt? <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the makeup was literally, they rubbed just like a little bit dirt, of dirt on one a cheek. a little bit. And, and his parents are not dirty. They were just like, you know, poor. But Farmers, it was like yeah. just, yeah. Why is he covered in dirt? I don't know. Very weird. Okay, so Lacey's conflict at home reaches a boiling point when Eileen and Kim argue. Lacey tells the truth about her marriage to Connor Eileen reveals her husband left her for a white woman and that she lied to Lacey her whole life by saying he was killed by a white man. So nuts. Eileen storms out, hoping for a taxi to pick her up, which seems like, impossible. I mean, yeah, well, they're why? in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> she called no one? She's just sitting, like, on the lawn? <laughs> like it's going to drive by? Yeah. <laughs> Lacey then tells Connor that Tanner got her fired, and Connor storms out of the house in a rage. Like, he's so mad. As Eileen walks into town, she sees Tanner in his overturned burning truck and saves his life. Connor walks up to the scene. He punches Tanner (laughs) because he's still angry at them getting Lacey fired. Imagine seeing a car that's just blown up, a man with a cut on his head, and being like, I should hit him. Yeah. (laughs) He's staggering. He is staggering out of the wreck in the arms of an elderly, an older woman. He can barely walk. He ends, and your your first instinct is, <laughs> I must punch this man now. <laughs> and then Connor, uh, and then Connor somehow after this punch gets Tanner, like Tanner apologizes. Tanner's like, I'm sorry for everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. It, the, his whole character is just a lot. So it, Chad it's Michael Murray, so much. It, but he's yeah. doing so little and is in so little of the movie. But well. every piece he's in. <laughs> Is a lot. And then he's got like a henchman who like is just like, yeah, no. Okay. Chad Chad Michael Murray's entire energy and and like facial expression was, oh, my God, I'm so scared that you will improv around me. Like he was (laughs) hanging on to whatever shred of the script was there, like with both hands, like, please don't go off the script too much. 
And it feels really true because it felt like he wasn't, he was really weirdly cast in this movie. Like it did, mm-hmm. it did feel kind of random. And I think that's part of it is like you, you have to be willing to go with the flow if you're going to be in this movie because yes. it's, it's not going to follow whatever you think it's supposed to do. Also, did you know, uh, Connor played by Eric Lively is Blake Lively's little brother. Wait, no. what? Yes. Uh, the nice man oh who lives God. with me Googled it. And I think it, I, I don't think he was lying to me. I think it's true. Wow, that's wow, crazy. That is I wonder how many truly how much he acts or like what his deal is. Um so Connor demands Eileen get in his truck so they can return <laughs> home. But Tanner follows Connor to apologize for everything and to thank Eileen for saving him. And following the events, Eileen accepts Connor and Lacey's marriage, which at this point it's like, come on. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, she's been on. married. You have <laughs> yeah, to accept it. Yeah. Also, Tanner's wife somehow at that point has made a pie. For them. Oh my God. Yeah. She's like, you saved his life. And then she's like smelling the pie. Like, wow. I have never smelled a pie like that. She truly (laughs) smelled it. Like it was a perfume sample. She like, (laughs) like lifted it up to her nose. I, in a way that I was like, I feel like it would slide right out of the pan. It's freshly (laughs) baked. Uh, At the Christmas Jubilee, uh, Lacey thanks the corporation and announces their promise to help the town. The promises were not in the original agreement, but she knows (laughs) the repercussions the sponsors will face if they back out. Afterwards, she reveals to Oliver that she's married to Connor. Which, like, okay, so, yeah, so she goes, she has, like, her speech, and she basically (laughs) just starts making up all the things that the company's going to do. They're going to give $100,000 every yeah. year for four years. <laughs> and they're going to have 100,000 gallons of water go downstream so that the farmers can get the water. And everyone's like, yay. And there's like one guy who works at the company who's like, but he doesn't do anything. He just like is going to do all that stuff, I guess. Like I'm like, he's not going to do any of this. Like the company will not be filling up this prophecy. Also, it's like, what company is this that they're putting up dams and that they're funding jubilees i don't understand how the whole town works um well, and I, the I, whole town the the economy of the entire town just a note i think is way too dependent on the christmas jubilee for <laughs> to stay above water like everybody is way too concerned about that the jubilee might ha- not happen is it mm-hmm. really that bad that if the jubilee doesn't go that a whole town might go under like they're standing in the pr- school principal's office. Mm-hmm. The yes. mayor is saying it's not going to happen. The 20 white people and they're, it's, it's all the people that are there are just like angry white people who are like, you have <laughs> to do it. And then they're like, why is this happening here? It's so confusing. And I, and I just think about the whole, the whole like, plot of this movie just thinking about even jason if it is an outline that they're just like loosely going with i'm like this outline's out of control like (laughs) starting at the department store Mm -hmm. going to the school the jubilees funded by the school which is already underserved like they don't have enough teachers (laughs) for the classes but they only have 10 students this school is in a house it is a weird little house it truly it makes zero fucking sense and i love it I mean, I wanted, I wanted more Christmas. I really was like, I just wanted more red and green. Like I felt like it, it it just felt like there was this opportunity to make the whole thing feel really Mm -hmm. Christmassy that just wasn't there. Like even when by the end, like then the, who was it? Um, Lacey, where she's like, my dad was killed on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, yeesh like (laughs) (laughs) but it's like i want to have like holiday fun like you don't have to just mention christmas eve as being a really bad thing and that wasn't even true which is another one of those like in the last one we watched like 
Tyler Perry's like, um, this woman I'm having an affair with is pregnant with twins. And then he's like, just kidding. Just kidding. And like, that's like this whole thing, like your dad was killed by a white man. Okay. No, he wasn't. He ran off with a white woman. It's like, that changes your whole mentality uh-huh. on your life. Like yep. you have been thinking yeah. about life a certain way and it's not yes. true at all. Imagine yeah. finding that out. Imagine living at this point. I mean, she, uh, you know. Uh, Lacey is, I'm, you know, 25, 26 or something like that. Living your entire life <laughs> believing that you are the victim of a murderous hate crime <laughs> that tore apart your family <laughs> in the most brutal fashion imaginable. And then your mom being like, actually, no, he left. And 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 fun fact, he's on Glee. Um, yeah. with the woman yeah, like, you just, can see your dad right on yeah, Glee. Would you like the, Every yeah, week. Glee. <laughs> also, who is it on Glee? Is it Mr. Uh, what's his name? The teacher? Like Matthew Morrison? The, that is the other weird thing about it because Glee was so popular that like, yeah. and there were only like a set number of actors on the show that you're there like, were no who black was male, the wait, teacher? Like I a don't black know if male a, adult? A older man? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I can think of one. Well, if anyone listening knows who Medea is talking about on Glee, let us know. Yeah, because then that's who that is. And then so then any so maybe it's like Leah Michelle's the woman. Mm. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wait, I loved at the scene where the white people were mad about taking Christ out of Christmas when she was like, I need to say Jesus during Christmas. There's a bunch of bull. And everyone's like, no. Yes. <laughs> they screamed at her saying Don't. bullshit. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it. They can't Don't. say the shit word. Oh, boy. So many things in this movie really tickled me. Oh, my God. Same. Well, okay. So, I mean, one of our questions here for you, Jason, is there anything you would punch up since you're a writer? I mean, obviously. Oh, my God. Here's the thing about this movie. You know, it's weirdly perfect uh, because (laughs) I think that uh, I I think these movies really just shine when Tyler Perry just is given the runway and just takes off and goes and. Uh, there is so much of that in this movie. There are like a few interstitial scenes between like uh, Connor and the family and uh, Chad Michael Murray's like extremely angry character. But it's mostly like, just like Tyler Perry just going. There's like a part in the in the uh, department store scene where he uh, where Medea casually reveals that she had like a very extensive like marijuana growing and selling yes. operation like at one point and then just mm-hmm. breezes past that. Oh, it's a fully it, like he's he's like I grew trees and then she's like what kind and he was like the kind that make you feel good or like whatever like it's like <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it's just to make the actress laugh like there, yeah, I don't even it. think there's any point. Also, <laughs> Medea's exit when she quits. When they were like, all right, you need to leave. And Medea's like, okay, pay me. And like, we'll send you your check in the mail. I didn't come work for the, through the mail. I came and give me my money. And then hits the register, opens the register, takes money, takes two dresses, leaves the store and does a twirl outside. <laughs> and that was so, I mean, so good. I'll say this about Tyler Perry. I, I want to play a cartoon and I get told so much, bring it down, bring it down yeah. to where like, you're like, oh, I, I guess it's not going to be fun. But then you watch it and you're like, no, no, it's still funny, but it's not as cartoon-like as you'd like it to yes. be. And Tyler Perry's a full-blown cartoon and I want in. Yes. I, want I was I was fantasizing about getting to play a crazy character opposite Medea. I was like, right? this would be so fun, so fun to be like if I was like in the in the family of like the farmers and I'm just like a white trash like idiot <laughs> screaming at Medea. Like that would be the most fun thing ever, right? I just how do we get Tyler Perry to let us be in a? 
I want to be well. I want to be on the Showtime show because I I want to play Medea. Well, that needs to happen. That would, I want to be, be in a Medea movie, but I think she retired Medea. But see, what we need is we need a Medea <laughs> movie where where Tyler is willing to let both of us be characters as well that are not like ourselves. Yes. And then we can be in the Medea level of the movie. Yes. But the problem Please is put us that in prosthetics is like, oh my God, <laughs> Medea goes to uh, the old folks home. So they, they trick her into staying at the old folks home because nobody wants to like clean up after her anymore. And we're two old people at the home. What did we put in oh, for? Oh, <laughs> to the home. And it's just called The Home. <laughs> Medea goes to the home. It doesn't happen until the last five minutes. And that's when yeah. we show up. <laughs> <sighs> Truly, because I did, I, I mentioned this, but I, I watched Medea Goes to Jail mm-hmm. because we have we were supposed to record it last week and got canceled. And she doesn't go to jail till the end. And I was like, go to jail. Like this, and the same, the same thing with this movie being Medea has Christmas or whatever. I was like, it doesn't happen till the end. Give me yeah. a tree. Give me a jingle. Like, I, and then like just those jingle ball wipes were not enough for me. Like I, I was like, I'm not in the spirit yet. You know? Well, let me ask you, you, you two have been, uh, you know, you, uh, you're in the biz. So the budget for this was a reported 25 million. It then, uh, it then grossed something like uh, 53 million and change. I feel like 25, are we padding this? Like how much of that is going straight into like uh, Tyler Perry's slush funds? Because there's no, <laughs> there's three sets. And, <laughs> and I think they filmed this legitimately in two days. And yeah. there's one there's one overturned car where you don't see the car accident. Again, there's like no action. There's a little, I guess when the, the, the Ku Klux Klan chase, there's maybe you could, that's kind of a stunt, but not mm-hmm. really. Um, and then, you know, they crucify the child that, you know, so that was a little bit that probably took some time. Um, but it feels like, man, he's just pumped these. He pumps these out at an unbelievable clip. And Maybe for people very get cheap. paid well. And so that I was just hoping I was yeah. just hoping that like, oh, my God, if he gives everyone like a good salary, then yeah. that would be that would feel really good. <laughs> and also, no, it might be what he does because he does get a lot of great actors. I That's mean, like true. every movie that we've watched, there's like, you know, successful actors in it. And I mean, his movies are seen so widely that I would understand people doing it anyway. And it seems fun. But like maybe he does pay really well. Mm-hmm. Do you think Prilosec got, you know, like did they pay <laughs> for that? Uh, that native advertising within the film when Larry the Cable Guy says, I guess you should try some Prolosic OTC. I, I literally, my jaw dropped when he said I that felt in the like film. That was, that was like authentic recommendation from Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I thought that was great. I feel like that was just a natural sort of moment of him giving real advice. Because <laughs> that is sometimes what improv is. You like, speak through the character as yourself. You're yeah. like, this, I really like this. I just, <laughs> just want you to know. <laughs> we can get back in the scene if you want, but like, this is good for me. Oh uh, my God. So this movie was nominated for 10 Razzie Awards, including Worst Actress, which Tyler Perry won for his, wow. for his portrayal of That's Medea. That's so funny to be nominated for Worst Actress. Like, <laughs> he, and it's a man. I like, yes. I, I like that we're all taking Medea so seriously in this way that they just yes. put it in that category. Um, Critically, the film was not well received. This is a theme on the <laughs> yes. show. 
It currently has a 20% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The Hollywood Reporter wrote, bah humbug to this latest screen outing for Tyler Perry's inexplicably popular character. I'm sorry, it's not inexplicable. It's, yeah, I it's not watch inexplicable. it and laugh. It's like, not, I don't yeah, know what... Ex- people are just too too serious about this Yeah, stuff. I agree. But audiences liked the film, which is another trend that we see, giving mm-hmm. it a 91% Google audience rating. Its budget was $25 million. It grossed uh, $53.4 million at the box office. And it was number three Three, it's opening weekend behind wow. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, <laughs> and Frozen, which are two heavy fucking hitters. Yeah, I love that. Big Number hitters. three, big hitters. To come in right behind Lord of the Rings is so perfect for our show. That's so amazing. <laughs> uh huh. So we have some trivia here. This is the first Tyler Perry film to win a Razzie, the second to be nominated for one, and Perry won in the worst actors categories we know. And after Medea mentions Eileen's Harper, oh, we already covered this, mm-hmm. but he suggests she take Prilosec OC- OTC. Larry oh, the Cable Guy so was funny. a Prilosec OTC spokesperson. Yeah, that's, that's okay. why I was like, I, I didn't did realize he was. Me so either. He did the commercials. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know that. That's really funny. That's so funny. <laughs> So this he was is, literally at that time working as the spokesperson. Then he yes. was like, I'll put this in here. Like, that's like, <laughs> that's just like a free, I hope he got a bump. Like, that's like free ad. It's so funny. This is the 17th film by Perry, it, which to me is that he has done so much, so many movies, 17 <laughs> movies. So it's many. That, and that's it's only insane. by 2013. This yes, is the 17. And this is the seventh film in the Medea franchise. Oh my god! I, this 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 is like I mean he's just so I busy. I think I read I think I read somewhere where he uh, writes a script on average like in two days, and uh, I heard that and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> but see but see if you let yourself just free flow in this way, like uh-huh. you would do it too. Like it's like it starts over here, it ends over here. There's like a whole thing. Like this family hates each other for no reason. Like it's just it's it can go anywhere. I think that freedom really makes it you know just yeah. work really fast. So the soundtrack for the film was released in stores by Motown Records November 25th. It was the first soundtrack to a Tyler Perry film since 2010's For Colored Girls, featuring artists such as Smokey Robinson, Mariah Carey, Brian McKnight, James Brown, Boys to Men, Kelly Rowland, Jeremy, is that you say it? And Stevie yeah. Wonder. Um, I didn't notice the soundtrack in this movie. I also truly didn't clock a single song that I was like, not a single one. Okay. And also like no Christmas songs. Like that's none, the other none. thing. Like <laughs> not a one. This is not why one. He's so interesting though. Cause you're like, so you're going to make a Christmas movie, which you should. Like I, I kind of think like every musical artist should make a Christmas song. If you're Tyler Perry, you should have right. a movie for every holiday. Like mm-hmm. yes. get the money where it is. Yes. Like they're going to watch it every year. But to not take this opportunity to use every Christmas song and make it like feel really like w- wintry. It didn't even feel like winter. I no. couldn't tell what season it was or where they were. I, I don't know. Uh, they're apparently somewhere in the rural, like in rural, rural Georgia or something like that, where okay, wherever so no it is, snow. the dam has done uh, almost irreparable <laughs> harm to the local ag- agrarian economy to the point where no one can grow anything. <laughs> oh, wait. Also, Connor... At one point is sitting on the couch with or not on the couch on the front steps with test tubes and <laughs> is just playing yes. with empty test tubes. And then later he says to Tanner, I figured out how to make a new variant of corn. Would you like to help? And he was like, I sure would. And I was like, I don't know if that's how farming works. Meanwhile, he tried so. to milk a bowl. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. There is yes. a scene. But yes. see, I think that was just an improv moment, too, because yes. basically Connor says, I can't get milk out of that one. And then Medea's like, and Medea had been milking a cow before this, like really successfully. <laughs> but then she was like, <laughs> she was like, the black and white one? Oh, well, there's a reason you can't milk that. You know, you can't get milk out of testicles or whatever. And then Connor, <laughs> it was another moment where Connor was fully trying not to laugh. Uh-huh. And it, he was just like, I don't think I'm cut out to work on a farm. Meanwhile, he's making corn in a lab. I, I, I'm like, I think you're cut out for it. And I don't know. There was a bunch of improv about long titties. And then Medea falls down. Oh, my God. For four minutes, they talk about long nipples. Yeah. And how the cow had long nipples and the Medea had right. long nipples. And like someone cake, else had long like nipples. Like a, what do you call the thing that uh, you decorate a cake with? Like a cake Oh, my decorating? God. That, I thought that was a great <laughs> improvised moment. <laughs> yeah, Larry good. the Cable Guy says her titties look like cake frosting um, bags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess what I need is more Larry the Cable Guy, which is not something I knew. I know, right? Never thought I would say that. There was also a moment with Kathy and Jimmy where she was like, you're like Jeff Foxworthy. He's like, I could try. But so I was like, so that was like a funny, like he's mm-hmm. making fun of himself. People must say that all the time. I thought that was funny. Uh, one thing uh, I wanted to, you mentioned it before, but Oliver, uh, James Roach, who plays Oliver, who is the ex-boyfriend of mm-hmm. Lacey, who gives them $100,000 for the Jubilee. You mentioned that he smiles throughout. And I think <laughs> that really underplays how much he smiles and the variety of smiles. Like he does smiles that I've never seen before with the top of his face moving in ways that like the car drive where they drive uh, out to the, to the farm from Atlanta is really a showcase for his smiles because he's just looking straight ahead. He's driving. And then he's like doing, I I'm trying to do it, but I can't like, like he just moves the top of his face independently <laughs> from the smile. And they're telling him sometimes like awful things. And there's in yeah. the scene when Lacey calls him <laughs> and is like, so how's your uh, whatever the name of the uh, woman that he left her for? And he went, oh, we're getting divorced. And he's smiling through all this. And she's like, yeah, good. She was she was fucking terrible. And he's just like, ha, 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 with this incredible <laughs> smile on his face the whole time. No matter know. what is happening. She used some word too. I can't, it was something like, not hussy, but she said something mm-hmm. like, it was a really yeah. weirdly dated word about this one. But then I was also like, that was mean. Like, I don't know about this one that he was married to. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like that's a running theme in Tyler Perry movies where people are just like, vaguely mean or directly mean and people are just yes. going yeah, well okay whatever <laughs> totally and so he was like very very happy to reconnect with her just smiling and I was like <laughs> right. okay so he's like flirting over the phone like and then the first scene I was like okay he's talking on the phone alone so his the actor is smiling maybe more than he should be or something like I kind of just wrote it off like oh he's kind of smiling a lot but I guess it's awkward when you're like doing a scene like that yeah. and then no the whole time he's smiling <laughs> no, the and then he time, sees yeah. her and he's just like so happy doesn't take in at all that there's this man next to her who doesn't clearly yeah, shares a fine. bed with her. Like, it's just like, if you yeah. thought for one second, you could probably piece together that they're a couple. Mm-hmm. Why is he there all the time? Why are his parents <laughs> there? It's like, no one puts it together. I also couldn't believe that Lacey told Eileen that she owns a farm, yet she's doing right. no farm. So she bought a farm, has right. a farm hand, does no farming work because she's a teacher. And then her mother was like, okay, that means I could walk into any room I want, rip up any right. tree I want, because this is right. my daughter's land. You need to leave. <laughs> I, I, it was, everyone has just such strange, strange ownership things. With like, it was just so weird. Totally, it's also just like a family of complete liars. 
Yes. Like from top <laughs> to bottom, the apple has not fallen that far from the tree. The mom is an unbelievable liar. The daughter <laughs> is lying also, but I guess you could, uh, you know, for more uh, understandable reasons. But they're just, the lies are... So we're to believe that a school teacher in a town that it has become destitute because the, the Christmas Jubilee <laughs> may not happen uh, can afford to buy an entire farm and then have like a full-time farmhand who yeah, it makes may or no may not sense. live there? When you really think about that, it makes no sense at all. And then she gets <laughs> fired and has this farm to deal with. It's like, <laughs> I feel it would be a lot of pressure. Um, I'm looking at Eric Lively's IMDb because I just wanted to get some sense of what he's been up to. So that was one of his last movies. He was oh. in, in 2014, he was in BFFs, um, but he, that was right after Medea Christmas. And before that, he was in like American Pie. Oh. He was in Whoa. Butterfly Effect 2. So he had like oh. some, he, oh, he was on the L Word for 10 episodes? Wait a second, was I gotta he? figure out who he is. Wait, Congratulations who's on the L Word? His name was Mark Wayland. Hold on, I gotta go. Oh, I, mean, I do think I remember that. Mark Whelan was the new lecherous heterosexual white male for season two. He moved in with Shane and Jenny when they needed money to help <laughs> yes, cover the yes, rent. Yes, yes. Amateur filmmaker places camera through the house to tape his roommates having sex. Yes, yeah. I very much remember this. Um, that's hilarious. Wow, that's a pretty big role. It is. Um, but yeah, then he, I, he guess he stopped. I don't know why. That was a long time ago. We got to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, Eric Lively, having... if you're listening, let us know why you stopped acting. <laughs> Keep going, please. Please. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Wait, is he producing something maybe? That maybe could be Oh, it. I didn't scroll maybe down. Maybe he's to that part. moved yeah, that to production. I, I'm like, I hope so. I, I hope he's still in the business. <laughs> <laughs> we love Eric Lively. No, he's not doing anything. And then it says, is he retired? Where did this go? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he started acting as a baby in 1983 film Brainstorm. Oh, oh that's a good um, movie. Then he was a model for Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay. As of 2020, he retired from acting with his last role being in 2014 in the film BFFs. Oh, so he literally retired during the pandemic. He was like, you know what? Fuck I'm this good. shit. I'm done. Yeah. They were like trying to make him do self tapes. He's like, I'm out. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just fucking quit the business. I refuse to do a self tape. I, I mean, it's it. been, I think it's been horrible trying to like, do these tapes because yeah. typically you have to do them anyway as an actor like every once in a while you get a self tape you have to do it at home have somebody help you it's a whole big pain in the ass but of course during the pandemic it's every audition is like this and then mm-hmm. they'll send you like 20 pages and i mean they I, send I think- so much and it's like yes i have the time but like why do you have me acting out the whole script I, it's so unnecessary. Like I always feel like you can just tell by other work that the person's done if they are right for it or not. That's like, what I do you, feel how like. do, I'm fascinated by this. Do, do you have, so do you just go or do you have someone off camera like uh, read the other person in the scene? Yeah. And you just, and you just go like against a white wall and just mm-hmm. do the entire But scene. even that's annoying because in my house, it's like I have to like take something down or move some furniture mm-hmm. or like make something make sense to like get, and then they have to put a ring light up and mm-hmm. then you get in a fight with whoever's reading with you because you fuck up 10 times and then <laughs> yes. they get annoyed. And then they're like, do you want to say it perfectly? And you're like, yeah. I'm going to say it the way I've been saying it. <laughs> you're like, well, you're missing this word and that actually makes it funny. And you're like, okay, well, we've been doing this for two hours. And they're like, well, you know, you asked me for help. It's truly a whole thing. Thing. And you really can't hold your script because when you're doing it at home, like you, you basically don't have the excuse of time. Like right. You yeah. have time to have read it. So then when I go audition in a room with 
people in real life, I would bring my script and hold mm-hmm. it and then glance at it and it's fine. But it feels yeah. wrong to do at home you because you cannot like, do it at home because you yeah. have the time. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're going to send a tape of like your best take, it should be without the script. Exactly. Yeah. But so you, you end up wasting so much time trying to make a one five minute video that uh-huh. no one ever watches for some uh-huh. reason uh-huh. and gets zero views on Vimeo. And then you're like, okay, no uh, one watched okay, it or something. Cares, and then, and then right. they cast like a really famous person. And you're like, Oh, so then they never wanted to see my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it's just torture. And yeah. so, wait, so you put, you post them to Vimeo, like locked and then people yeah. like you get people. Yeah. And you send a link. So I like upload mine to Dropbox and then send a Dropbox link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a whole process. And that's the industry, baby. <laughs> and that's how it all works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eric Lively was like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not doing no this. It's like, like, I win no. them over in the room. That's right. I can't win you over in a self-tape. It's not working. Which is half the problem. I feel like if we just keep going as actors, we eventually will audition for a Tyler Perry film and we eventually will be in one. Like, there is, he's making 20 things a day. Mm-hmm. Like, there's enough content being made that we can fill a role somewhere in there. I will be like an angry like shopkeep or something. Like I do they have- I want to be Medea's long lost daughter and it's never explained how Medea didn't know <clears throat> she was pregnant. Like it's just never explained. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> They're like Medea, you had a child. She's like, well, I don't know. She would be like, you fell out one day. Like yeah. she, I'm sure like Medea just become 20 versions of how that happened. I mean, I have no aspirations to act, but is, are there a, a, there is an Asian woman in this. Uh, she's the uh, she tries to buy a watch from mm-hmm. India and me is uh, uh, basically yells her out of the department store. Are, are there any like if I wanted to try out for a Medea movie, do you think I'd have a shot? Like, are there any Asian people in these movies ever? I feel like the I was I was initially thinking that there were no white people for the first like few that we watched and then mm-hmm. they have started to come in so I'm like I don't know how it goes as the films go on and more yeah. you know he's expanding himself more but I don't I don't feel like there have been any prominent Asian characters in these movies. No. I don't think yeah. so either. But then again, we're like just dipping our little toes in. We have only That's seen right. like five That's things. Right. So he's made 150. I feel like there's <laughs> got to be <laughs> I initially thought there was no room for me in the in the franchise at all. I was like, I think I can't get cast. Um, but then I saw that I could be a clan member, and I thought, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> Imagine posting on Instagram. You're like, guys, tune in to my new role. I'm on uh, Tyler Perry's uh, House of Everything. I play a clan member. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would like repost it. I'd be like, support my friend Lauren, who's in the clan. <laughs> oh no, I hope someone doesn't take that snippet out. No, 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 and no, 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 <laughs> no. But but that is even the crazy thing of this movie. Like people being cast as being clan members and then being like, I'm in the movie. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't think this <laughs> is good. This isn't good at all. You don't want a picture of yourself in that outfit. Yeah. I don't know. If I was a white person, I think I'd be like, I think I have to turn this down. I don't I think, think I, I can do it. <laughs> no, it's like going against too many, too many things. <laughs> it's too wild. And pictures live forever online. They sure do. Do you think that they're like, um, besides Medea, do you think that there's a lot of like makeup, hair and makeup, like for the rest of the cast? Like uh, just no. because Eric, Eric Lively, again, who no. plays the husband, Seems like he just showed up on set and then they were just like, that's fine. Your hair is that way. And we're just going to go. <laughs> and yeah. not, which is not to say that like he looks bad. 
but he just looks like really like a farmhand and shaggy in a weird hmm. way where I don't understand why Lacey and yes are together at all. Like I did wonder about that. I'm like, where did what the spark is this? happen? Yeah, like what is this couple? And like they are they're on to- totally different pages. Yeah, but how did they meet? How, like how how is her hair so neat? <laughs> and like she's in love yeah. with him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I will say the whole hair budget went to Medea. Medea's wearing <laughs> yes. a stunning lace front that is pretty great. Eileen, her wig, terrible. Lacey's, <laughs> her hair is good because I think she came with it done. I don't think anyone did it on set. Kathy and Jimmy's wig is pretty funny. I like her wig. I thought they did a nice job with it. Uh, Amber Tanner's wife, they nobody brushed her hair. Nobody was kind to her. Even in the picture in our like character sheet, she has... All of these flyaways, like nobody, nobody oh, helped no, her. Uh, her hair is so bad; it's so crazy. It's, but it, it, yeah, Medea looked really good the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's focused on Medea looking good. Yeah, that's really funny. Connor's hair does look really. He just took like random regular scissors and just started cutting like pieces. Yeah, in between uh, growing new corn and test tubes, he was cutting his own hair. <laughs> and he's yeah. literally, he was literally an Abercrombie model. So you're like, this person is attractive, but mm-hmm. they have done everything right. they can to make him look like he doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. These movies, they are fun. I'm like having, like, this one, I do not think is good. No. I think this is a no. fundamentally bad movie. But I had fun watching it. I will say, so I was like watching it with John and the nice man who lives with me. And I was like, guys, let's watch this. I love Medea. And we were watching it. And midway through, I was like, okay, this one isn't as like great as the other one. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because you start to feel defensive of Medea. And then yes. it's like, yeah. I have to admit this one's not that good. But like, I did like a lot of parts of it. But, I, but, I, but the parts I liked were the parts that I always liked with Medea, which is like Medea being funny mm-hmm. over yeah. the top. And everyone having to play like it, like she's real. Like that's the part I really like is how everyone's reacting. Like she is just like this is yeah. a one hundred percent authentic human, and you're just responding like you would. Like mm-hmm. they never roll their eyes at her. They never think she's too much. It's always like, okay, Medea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Medea crucified a child and was yeah, allowed to fine. just leave the room. Yeah, you know? she, uh, tied her to a to a large <laughs> cross with uh, Christmas lights. Wrap the Christmas lights through the child's <laughs> mouth mm-hmm. and, uh, and then left her hanging there <laughs> for an unknown amount of time until the teacher returned to the room. And when she's what? telling the story, when she's telling the nativity I mean, story, crazy that, and that she's happened. Like, That's a thing that happens. No, it's so insane. Like she's and she's like has a minute. And she's like, I'm going to tell you the story of the nativity. Uh, Mary J. Blige got pregnant. And <laughs> yeah, <right>. I'm just <laughs> like. <laughs> It's so perfect. I just love how she was like allowed to just leave the room after that. There's right. this play called The Pillow Man where they talk about the, like the worst thing that's happened in like a fairy tale and it's a child being crucified. Oh my god. And oh it's like god. this like big deal and the Medea's like I'm going to do it for fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's <laughs> so wild. I love it. Tyler Perry I think is a genius. I I really he's think extremely he's talented. Just he's a extremely genius. T- I, I I agree. This is a bad movie. I think the one thing that I really appreciate it about it, and the one thing that really keeps you keeps your attention on it, is it moves so incredibly fast. It's like a hundred <laughs> minute movie, and especially when Medea is just doing her thing, there is just information and dialogue and jokes coming at you 
at an incredible mm-hmm. clip that by the time my brain registered that, oh, this is not that good, actually. Uh, I had watched <laughs> half the movie. Like, the movie was <laughs> was gone already. And there's like 30 <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> That's yeah. so true. It's Sneaks only when you on really you. get to the point where you're like, how is this going to play out? And then yeah, right. how does it this, start, how either starts to that? like... They start to zip through stuff that feels like it needs more uh-huh. attention. Right. Or they just throw in some weird, like huge moments and you're like, okay, I guess that'll get to the point. Like it, it that's when you start to wonder about the quality of the film, but it's still fun. Yeah. I maintain very, very fun. I give it 18 stars. Um, <laughs> so we're at the end. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, listen to take line. Tuesdays on the Crooked, uh, which is wherever you get your podcasts. I host that uh, podcast with two-time WNBA champion Ray Montgomery. Uh, watch All Caps NBA, which drops on the Take Line YouTube channel every Friday. Uh, like and subscribe, five stars, all that. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Well, speaking of five stars, this is our segment called, and here I go again trying to <laughs> say this. <laughs> Five hallelujahs. <laughs> okay. Look, it doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. It doesn't feel right it's to hear it. I'm sure. Perfect. <laughs> I love it so okay. much. So this one comes from Miss Danny 537. Um, and they said, you must watch. I'm a big fan of both of you, but finding out you hadn't seen these gems earlier was devastating. This season is my first and will be hard to top because my family just stares at me laughing out loud all day. <laughs> Please, you have to watch Acrimony. And when you do, just explain the boat. That's all I ask. Do 15 episodes also. (laughs) And then we got another one from Ada Mack. Perfect family fun. This podcast is amazing. My brother and I listen every week and discuss topics afterwards. We both grew up watching Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Tyler Perry movies. What a combination. I'm excited to listen every week, and it's a joy to listen to. So, and then this other last person expansion 311 says more of the real MCU, the real MCU, which is the Medea cinematic universe (laughs) is the only cinematic universe that deserves 20 episodes or more with so much fun to have and drama to enjoy. Please do more. Nicole and Lauren make me want to listen to recaps of things. I don't even want to watch. Hello, Star Wars and LOTR. And they make Tyler Perry's works even more fun to take in. Must listen and must do more than 10 episodes for Mr. Perry's work. So we will be considering this as we go forward. We will. I also, when I was flipping through trying to find this movie, I saw that there were some Medea plays that yes. you can watch. Wow. So some, I accidentally bought or rented uh, Medea Goes to Jail. <laughs> <Accident>. <laughs> the play. And I watched a little bit of it. And I think we got to watch a play. I think we have to. I'm really curious about what it's like. And I'm curious how it's filmed. Um, but I think that's Tyler Perry's ideal situation to just do a one shot thing and have it be done in two hours and then you Mm -hmm. release it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No reshoots. It's live. He's like, yeah, we shoot this movie in two hours. (laughs) So please write us a review that those reviews were so nice and we will be reading more next episode and we'll be back next week with another one of Tyler Perry's works. And I'm, I think if it is what I think it is, I'm very excited about this one because you've been telling me to watch this for a long time. So we will see you then. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
That was a HeadGum Original.